Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Topics, and thank you, Mr. Mike Moran. We appreciate that. Some Somewhere in the universe, there is doo-wop going on. Um, it is it is so good to have everyone here. We're, we're doing something that we typically do every year, uh, which is uh, a, a program where we invite members of the current ACB Awards Committee to come and tell us uh, about the awards that they have available and also tell us why we should be interested in getting involved. <clears throat> At the moment, some of our awards folks who were invited are here, and some so far are not. So within a little while, we expect to have the full crew. It's not that they're unprepared to be here. It's that they, they are having technical difficulties managing to make it in. We do have a few folks from the awards committee. I'll introduce them in a minute. We also have our usual streamer, Mr. Larry Gassman. Hey, Larry. Hello there, Paul. I'm always excited to hear about ACB awards, and I'm always disappointed because it appears that every year we really don't get enough nominations for ACB awards. We also have our producer extraordinaire, Mr. Mr. Rick. How are you, sir? Good, Paul. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. And um, Marianne is here, but she I'm is here. attempting. I'm, ah, I'm very good. How um, did I'm... we do with Peter? He's going to try again. Nice. So, hi, Paul. Excellent. It's good to be here. Well, glad you're here. Thank you. So, from from the awards committee, we one of our more recent guests when we were talking about Oral Miller is kind of the staff to the award awards committee from the ACB National Office, Miss Sharon Levering. Hey, Miss Sharon. Hello, Paul. We are so glad that you are here with us. And Sharon also, I think, is going to be um, representing the Board of Publications. We'll be talking some about their awards as well. And one of the people who probably has been a member of ACB, though we'll ask her later if she'll tell us, even longer than I have, um, is from the, the great city of Chicago, which she tells us is very sm snowy and nasty. But Miss Ann Brash. Hey, Miss Ann. Hi. Good to be and, here. And and when when did you start coming to ACB conventions? 1979. You see, I told you. My first ACB convention was 1983. I'd been involved in Florida since 1977. But my first convention wasn't until 83. So Anne's been coming longer than I have. I am so impressed. Me excellent. Too. Yeah, that's, that is excellent. So... Um, we had also expected, uh, Miss Jean Mann. I don't know if she made it. Yes, I did. Hey, Miss Jean, how are you? I'm fine. How are you, Paul? I am well. Now you've been, you've been coming to convention. Have you been coming to convention longer than I have too, or not? I've been coming to conventions longer than Anne. My first one was Miami beach in 1977. Look at that. Yeah. That was also the, the first one that Brian Charleston came to. Uh-huh. Wow. Rooms were $19 a night that year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> now you tell us. That's pretty scary. And, and we stayed at, at the Deauville Hotel. It was right on the ocean. 
you, there was a, a pool and then a few steps away from the pool was the ocean. Mm. Yep. Wow. I wish I yeah, made that is pretty scary. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, that is excellent. So the awards committee is, uh, is appointed, I guess, every year by the president. Um, do you guys actually have a chair of that committee? Um, Connie Sims and um, Carrie Muth um, co-chair it. Oh. And it pretty much stays the same every year. We did have, well, Natalie Couch was a member, but when she started working as staff, she had to drop out. Um, and we didn't, we decided we didn't really need another person. So, but it, it's how long, and it's pretty much stayed the same for the past, I don't know, several years. Really? Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So excellent. So so Carrie is from Oregon, uh, which is excellent. And Coney Sims is from South Dakota. And that's excellent. Yep. All right. So who is who is taking the lead this evening and who wants to tell me what award you guys would like to talk about first? Um, we didn't exactly decide that, but um when when we were determining who was going to be on this call, several people said, well, I don't want to lead it. And I was not one of them. So, um, so yes, I am for, and you can jump in anytime you want. Um, but I'm, I've got my notes from last year. It took me a while to find them today, but I have them. So the first award that shows up in my book, well, let me, let me tell you a, one change that we made this year, actually two. Um, we're, we, we're limiting the amount of words that we want you to put in your letters of nomination to 750. And I don't know that we're going to do what the Board of Publication does with the candidates form and cut you off exactly at 750 if you're in the middle of a sentence. But we occasionally get letters that, you know, go on and on and on and on for pages and pages and pages. So we decided this year that we're going to try to cut it to 750 words. Uh, we figure you can say whatever you need to say in that amount. And when we now, score, did, did you what? guys, did you guys put like approximately 750 or something? Cause I mean, that would be, I mean, I think that'd be reasonable. I don't, I don't, um, I, I didn't really look closely at the form article to see, I think it just says 750 words. Well, be, I right. should know because I put it there, but I don't remember. <laughs> so it's all good. I mean, I mean, if you go. Okay, so that's one change. Change number two. Change number two is not as obvious. Um, we use a, a scoring of 10 points, and we used to use three of those points, uh, was determined by the letter that you wrote, the, the way you wrote the letter, the language, the typing, the spelling. And we decided we're not going to do that anymore. We're just going to, going to go by the, use the whole 10 points to go by the, the, basically the body of the letter and what's said and, and whether we determine that the person's qualified or not. So that's, that's the other change, okay. which is, is not really major. And, and we go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We want, ahead. we just want to remind people that these are national awards and it's wonderful if somebody does a lot for your state or does a lot for your chapter or has done a lot for you and your friends uh, but these are these are national awards. They're named after mm -hmm. national people, and so we want that to be reflected. And what were you going to ask? 
So, so do you guys do you guys occasionally find yourself actually having some pretty heated disagreements about how to score things? Uh, I don't think no. They're they're discussions. We we don't disagree a whole lot, but they are, you know, rather lively. <laughs> but they're friendly. <laughs> Correct. Yes, they're they're yeah, friendly because there's that's a, a good thing. A lot of good candidates mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really hard to decide how we're going to judge things because there are many good candidates and so it gets tricky but it i think that's that. i think that's one of the reasons the committee stays together is because we do work well together and yes that's right mm -hmm. yes so I, I'm assuming there's a deadline when these when these uh, awards nominations have to be in. It is, there is, and it's April first, eleven fifty nine. Yep, eleven fifty nine Eastern time, and we are not accepting any late nominations. Right, and we have people and try Sharon, to sneak do, them do, in. Do, do do people send the stuff to you as usual? No, uh, no. Um, hang on, let me get my cheat sheet up here. I have it. They send them to, um, uh, it's on my last page here. At gmail.com. Yeah. I, I think they missed the first part of what you said, Ian. Oh, acbawards1 at gmail.com. Oh, my. Okay. Yes. yes. Acbawards1 yeah, number at gmail.com. Yeah. No, no one, did you say? Number no. one. The one. The number, the number one. The not number the one. The number. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we well, can repeat that again. Yes. Right. A C B A W A R D S the number one at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yep. They set that, that set that up last year and um I don't think we advertised it as much last year as we should have. It was new and we've kind of forgot about it. So but this year that's the where we're going. That's excellent. And and so that means that all of you guys would have access to that account? No, nope, just Connie and um, Carrie have it, and then they send us um, everything. Got I don't it. know. Do you have it, Sharon? You don't have access. Well, you probably do. No, I don't. You don't? Okay. So no. just Connie and Carrie do. And then after the letters come in, then they send everything out to the rest of us. Okay, so we've established the two changes. We've established that the awards are supposed to be national, um, and and those are all good things. Uh, we've established what the deadline is, and and we presume that either that that uh, either Tony or Car or Carrie will be by their um, by their devices at eleven fifty nine p.m. on April first <laughs> to. to uh, <laughs> To make sure that there are there are no late arrivals, and but in the meantime, I suppose that it's appropriate now for us to start talking about what some of the awards are. Okay. So which which would would we like to do first? Well, if you want me to read them, um, and if somebody else wants to, I'm certainly willing to let you do that. The first one I have in my book is the Durward K. McDaniel Ambassador Award. Okay. And it's it's given in recognition of a blind person who may or may not be a member of a blindness organization, but who has, through his or her personal characteristics and activities unrelated to his or her employment, 
contributed most to the acceptance and understanding of blind people as capable, contributing members of the community. Originally, it was called the Ambassador Award. It was first given in 1963 to somebody I never heard of. <laughs> and and her, her name was Geraldine Noller. And it's also been given to Durward. It was given to Roger Peterson, Ed Walker, Dr. Aubrey Webson, um, Alan Peterson, and Janet Dickelman. And last year, it was given to somebody. Carla. 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 Okay, Carla. And also Oral Miller and Christina Ha, you know, the chef. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So... So let's talk about this award because it's it's sort of interesting in terms of what some of the qualifications for it are. So a person doesn't have to be a member of either ACB or NFB or BBA or any other any blindness nope. organization. Nope. Um, the, the, and, and the contribution doesn't have to have been made to ACB either. Um, and, and what I find interesting is it essentially it essentially says that really we're not talking about employment with this award. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so um, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, opposed to some other awards that you can include employment in, like the George Carver yeah. could be employed. This is trying to get people that do things not related to their work. And, and so we're, we're we're really looking for a a um a a pretty important person, somebody who's really rocked the boat in terms of in terms of blindness to get this award, huh? Mm-hmm. Somebody who's out in the community and and um you know has demonstrated that they're an ambassador for blind people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. By whatever yeah, activities yeah. they're doing, yeah. Yeah, like old Stevie Wonder and guys like him. Never thought of him. Yeah. Want to nominate him, Paul? One, one nomination coming in. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, have there have there been years where where you guys have felt that there that there haven't been people who have met the criteria for this award, and so you haven't given it? Um, we're kind of like that way with all of them. If we don't find somebody that's qualified with somebody's nobody's nominated that that's qualified, then we just don't give it. Nice. Now the year we gave it to Janet, <laughs> we had was, to fly. We we did. She was um, we, it, it was it, it, somebody else was nominated for that award award, and um, we convinced her that that person fit a different category, and then um, because she had she had nominated uh, Rhonda Trot. And uh -huh. we, we told her that we thought Rhonda should get the volunteer award. Well, she didn't want to be involved in the conversation because, you know, she was the one that nominated her. So it worked out well because when she hung up, then we talked about her. So, <laughs> yes, yes. So when when you guys hold your <clears throat> meetings, do you actually try to get hold normally of, of the people who do the nominations or, or do you generally not? No, we don't. Um, uh. We go by the letter. Um, sometimes if we know the people, we may have a little bit of input ourselves, you know, as to, yep. you know, yep. what we think. And um, occasionally, like if, if somebody's nominated, like we said, for the, the ambassador and we think they might better fit the uh, 
uh, the volunteer or we have a couple people that are nominated for the same one and we think they're both deserving. Um, we may switch things around a little bit and then um, Connie or Carrie notify either the person or if it's going to be a surprise, they notify the person who nominated them. Nice. But we, but we don't talk to the people that nominate them at all until we made the decisions. So do, do any of our production team have any questions about this first award uh, or, or uh, some of the stuff that we've talked about so far? I do not. No, nice. but I'm, nope. I'm listening and learning. Mm -hmm. Well, good. Yeah. I, where's, I, where's, snuck in, I snuck in and I think that they're doing an awesome job. So, Well, thank you. <laughs> I think they are too, Miss Gunn. You know what? Uh, I've, learned, I've learned for <laughs> myself, I have to attend every meeting because every time I don't attend one, I get assigned something. So I have to, <laughs> I have to make sure I'm there. That's a, that's a rule, Jean. If you don't attend. I'm not sure who made the rule, but yeah. <laughs> it's a longstanding thing. Yeah, for me anyway. Yeah. 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 Well, and somehow I got volunteered to take notes. So I guess that's yeah. my because yeah. she's so good at it, you know. She they is. all have their they all have their um perfect, you know, duties that I can Carrie and I can really count on our members. I have to really commend our committee because each member is so good at working together and doing certain jobs and stuff. It, it just really makes our, our job easier as, as co-chairs. Mm -hmm. So I just really commend them. So. No, we haven't talked about this before, but, but before we go on to the next award, cause we still have two, two other things to do with this award, but, but Sharon, what, what do you do with the awards committee? Ah, uh, let's see. I attend the meetings. I um, order the plaques once we've gotten the names and the information. And I work with um, Connie and Carrie and Jean and the crew to get the wording just right so it'll fit on the plaque. Mm -hmm. And then I make sure I have the address right for shipping so they right. get to convention just in time. Mm -hmm. You also and, edit and any articles. She also ed edits any yes. articles we write. Yeah. That too right. for the and, forum, and she does, and she does a lot more with some of the board of publications awards that we'll talk about a little bit later. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but but the the you know there there are there are lots of kind of staff representatives um, for various ACBs committees. But I think that I think that in some respects the one that works the hardest is is Sharon with the awards and 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 the BOP committee because she has a lot to do. Yeah, plus uh, all her regular work. Yeah, and we're lucky to have her. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Very, yeah. very, very lucky. Yep. Yeah. So, so w one of the things we haven't done is talked about uh, the person that this award is named for, um, and who would like to do that? Well, I took everything off the website last year, so I can. I still have it here. Um, Durward was born in Oklahoma in 1915. And he lost his sight as a result of an oil field gas explosion at the age of 15. He received a Bachelor of Arts degree from the University of Oklahoma and a political science and uh, law degrees from there also. Um, became active in Oklahoma State Association for the Blind while practicing law. And he was ACB's, um, he's considered ACB's founding father. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure how he got that title, but he did. 
Um, I think he was the first, was he that you would, you know, the history, Paul, was he the first executive director or he was not executive director, but national representative. He wasn't the first one, but he was one of them, right? He was, he was one of the very early ones, if, yeah. if not the first. Yeah. Yep. Yes. I believe he was the first. Okay. Yeah. And he established the first national office in Washington in April of 1968. Oh yeah. He served, I have it here as ACB's first national representative from 1968 to 1981. And he was very involved in bringing members into the organization. And uh, he moved to Texas at some point and he served on the board of directors for a number of years. Um, he was there when I got there. That's actually how I got to know him was from serving on the board. I didn't know him very well before that. Yep, he did. Um, he did uh, move to Texas, moved to Austin, Texas. Yep. And. Um... And yeah, did 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 well. And um, he also served uh, as resolutions chair. I remember for a couple of years. That was before my time. Um, that would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. it really was because um, his. I actually don't. I think you might have been there, Paul. His wife, um, Eileen, Aileen, however you pronounce Roberta. her name. Roberta. No, 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 no. Um, oh. Dorward's wife. Uh, oh, Dorward's um, wife, Eileen. 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 Yeah. Um, yep. she would take. She would write everything down, and um, and read back whatever changes we made. And it, I, this is nothing against the poor woman, but she had a terrible cough. And I can remember she reading and she'd stop and she'd cough and she'd cough and she'd cough. And I, I felt. So, I, I felt and, sorry and now for it's her. all coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Yep. So he must have done it after I got there because yep, I remember I, think he did. I remember her reading the stuff. Yep. <clears throat> and then they would go um, home and, and she would write up whatever changes were made. Um, yep. Hopefully they got them accurately. I was never quite sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, yeah, that was a couple of years. I remember it was after you served because you served as chair of resolutions. That was when I first started really coming to meetings I, and paying attention. Yeah, I did. I, yeah. I, um, Served for several years. Anyway. And just um, so, so you that's... know, Paul, um, Peter is in and unmuted. Huh? Hey, Peter. Finally. Peter, how are you? You made it. Finally. <laughs> I did. Uh, uh, no thanks to my internet, which is down, and my in ineptness on using my phone to get on Zoom calls. But I succeeded, finally. And thank you, both of you, for, for, uh, for doing so well, um, you know, without me, so to speak. Well, I, I guess what I also should say. <laughs> I had trouble Go getting ahead, in too, um, so Anne almost had to do it by herself. <laughs> and well, it's just anyway, doing the, 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 one, the, the one thing I wanted to say is, is sort of, um, I don't think you've talked about this, some of the uh, prior winners, you know, besides uh, Derwood, Roger Peterson, we all know Roger from yep. California and yep. his antics, Ed Walker yep. uh, for, for his work on uh, uh, DC public radio and his, his, uh, his uh, old time radio show that everybody yep. loved. Yep. Uh, Dr. W. Aubrey Webson. Yeah, we read those. Yep. Oh, you read yep. those right. I'm sorry that I'll That's shut okay. up. That's all right. But I hope and, you mentioned um, Janet Dickelman, of course. We yeah. did. We did. Not we did. Janet. We did. All right. Cool. Yeah. So Ed, Ed Walker was quiet. was an interesting person to have received the award. He also did the narration for the um, audio description for the White House um, that that uh, that Joel Snyder did. I didn't know that. Um, Oh. Yeah, which, which is um, 
which is which is interesting. And does does everybody know who who Dr. Aubrey Webson is? I remember the name, and I I don't remember much about him. Um, well, I'm hoping soon to have him on Tuesday topics. He is a he is really an amazing guy. He is um, he is from the Caribbean, and he moved to Massachusetts. Uh, and worked uh, as an international representative for Perkins and did a lot of his work in Africa uh, where he was responsible for developing, uh, and, and he'll tell us something about this on Tuesday topics because I'll make him, one of, mm-hmm. the, one of the really coolest notions of how rehabilitation ought to be done um, in, in developing countries. <clears throat> but then he came back to this country, continued to work for Perkins for a while, but is now United United Nations ambassador for his country. Didn't he speak at a convention not too long ago? He did. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure did. Comes yep. back to me now. But yep. he's a he's a he is a he is a very, very cool guy. I am a huge Aubrey Webson fan. Um but anyway, <laughs> that's that's as it were. Um now, do we want to alternate between awards and board of publications, or how do we want to do this, Ms. Sharon? Um, let's finish the uh, uh, awards first, and then we can move on to BOP. Got it. All right. So the second award from the awards committee will be? Well, um, that if you'd like, it's the George Card Award, which you should know a lot about because uh, you uh, got that one, Paul, in 2014. Uh, I should know a lot about it. (laughs) Um, But it's given to an individual who has dedicated his or her life to work with and for people who are blind, making a real difference and improving their quality of life and for providing leadership and being a positive role model. Um, Of course, George Card was really involved uh he got that award in 1968 himself he was uh really one of the founders of uh you know when nfb and acb had their um disconnect with each other he was really one of the founders of acb he and mj schmidt and all those other people he also was the executive secretary of the wisconsin council of the blind member of acb board of directors and delegate to the world council for the welfare of the blind um, so there's a bunch of people that got that award. There's just all sorts of people that got that award. There's Eugene Lozano, uh, Charlie Crawford got that award in 1998. Everybody remembers him. Abraham Nemeth in 2002. Camille Caffarelli. She's from around here. She passed away before she, you know, but she was with uh, Horizon. So she got it in 2020. Sandra Triano in 2023, who of course was, you know, with the, um, people losing their sight, all those calls. Brenda and Dan Dillon got that award in 2010. I love those people. Pratik Patel and um, Walter Spillum in 2015 and Cindy Hollis in 2017. So you got lots of good company with that award. Paul. I do. Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I do. I do. Um, George Card was, was interesting. I don't know as much about George Card as as I know about some of the other folks, but he was, uh, he was, I think uh, in, in, in a lot of respects, one of the, one of the leaders of the opposition as it were 
yeah. before the breakup and yeah, and, 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 and um, yeah he yeah, changed and, allegiances yeah he spent his earliest days in the organization in 1940s so yeah. he must have been around NFB when it first started oh and he was yeah. NFB yeah and changed the whole his ideals and changed everything and became one but, of us. You know, I think I, I I think his biggest his biggest objection had to do with um with with the way that that national was making decisions on its own without consulting state affiliates, mm -hmm. um, and he was um he was very unhappy over that and mm -hmm. and uh, did did a lot to uh, in, encourage other people to um, to buy into that kind of opposition. It says that he uh, um traveled around the country and organized helped organize state affiliates so yep. um yep. he he was the editor of the monitor at one point and um uh, then later um associated uh, associate editor of the braille forum i didn't know we had an associate editor but evidently yeah he wrote the here and there column i do remember that yep. when i first started reading the forum i do remember mm -hmm. that he wrote that column yeah yeah, and and he also he also was responsible, I think, for writing the board of publications element into the um, ACB constitution. Hmm. That uh, would make sense. One, yeah, because one of the things that they wanted to be sure of was that uh, was that uh, the 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 national leadership wouldn't be able to necessarily control um, the the. Um, the, the publications that the organization published. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After going through that with the other organization, he probably really wanted to make sure that it didn't yep. happen again. Yep. So, so let's, let's, let's take apart for a minute. Um, what a person who's going to win that award needs to be. There's, there's no prohibition for them being a member of an organization of blind people necessarily. And and I guess that that there's no there's no reason why you couldn't be measured at least to some degree by your employment with this award, right? Right. There's nothing says you can't. Right. Um, but um, are are there any particular things that you guys think are most important about this award? I mean, what are you looking for with somebody like with for this award? Really, what kind of people? Well, I like the phrase "dedicated his or her life." I mean, I mean, people that have it have really dedicated their whole lives to blind people. Yep, yep. Well, heaven knows, heaven knows, people have said that about me before. Well, that's <laughs> making a real difference. I mean, yeah, yeah, and and different ways too. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's it's some of these words actually overlap a little bit, uh, honestly, and and that's why sometimes it. We have to have to we move them around a little bit, you know, the, the mm -hmm. people that are nominated because they really uh, some of them are very, very similar. But, um, yeah, in this case, you dedicate your life to working with and or for blind people so you can be working for them as it as as say a, a head of a, a an association or something and, and really dedicating your life to that. I can think of people in New York State that I would give this award to if if it was, you know, a state award. Um, I can think of individuals who headed up um, one association for the blind in particular. I would give this award to in a minute. Um, 
or or you know people who've who've been say in 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 ACB or not even doesn't you don't even have to be in ACB, but who have maybe who you know have just done all kinds of things to help blind people and work with them their whole lives or a good part of their lives whatever. Mm-hmm. So let, let's let's talk, I guess, a little bit about some of the people who won. Uh, there are bunches of people who know me, so we don't have to talk about me, thank heaven. <laughs> um, Camille Caffarelli formed, uh, started Horizons for the Blind in Illinois, right. um, but but really had been very active in um, in creating a business um, that had at the heart of it the idea of making Braille available to people who are blind and and she went beyond that she set up a a really cool website that that gives directions for virtually every product god ever built mm-hmm. um, and an and interesting it, thing about her is that her husband died and she needed to do something to support her kids and that's yep. how the whole thing started down in her basement yeah and um as as she went on she she realized how many how many things products and 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 cookbooks and you know just all kinds of stuff was inaccessible because um, when she started there you know weren't computers and and then things like that and uh, so she started Horizons and and I don't even know all the things that they braille but I I know they do all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. I know our alumni association uses them and and they do um, electric bills do, and phone bills yep, and, and phone bills and yep yep mm-hmm. yep. And, and they sell lots of blindness products too. Yeah, I really yeah. should go you're on their gonna, website and look. Lots of you were going to say something, man. Yeah, I think Sharon started to say something too. Sharon, you were going to say something. Uh, yes, um, lots of package directions, like on cake mixes, muffin mixes, that kind of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> and um, I'm trying to remember who were some of the other winners of that award. Abraham Nemeth. Might... We know what he did. Yep. Well, he he. It became very controversial, <laughs> but he developed a, a thing called the Nemeth Code, which was used in schools for a long time as the primary mm-hmm. code for teaching mathematics. Math. I think all of us yep. learned that probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And who else? Eugene, Eugene. Oh, Charlie Crawford. Yeah. And Dan and Charlie Brenda. Crawford. I think we all know about. Yep. Dan and Brenda Dillon. Sandra uh, Troiano. Yes. Yep. She, Sandra <laughs> Triano started. Yeah, she started the uh, call for. I forgot the name of it. It's on. What is yeah. it called? It's every yeah. Tuesday at four o'clock. So She's a member of AAVL. With vision loss, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Sandy and, also uh, has been responsible for creating their website and for um, and for maintaining it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, she works with Annette. Um, I can't think of her name. It's from California. Yep. Um, and Annette keeps Dixon? it. No, Annette. Oh, oh. Um, Annette Carter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she works with Annette. Annette is our, our webmaster. And then Sandy is the one that makes sure things get put up there that need to be put up there. And the interesting thing is she just lost her site not too awful many years ago. So she knows when she's doing these calls, she knows exactly what these people are going through. She did, and she also um, she she also was kind enough to move to Florida because she married a guy named Rick Troiano who lives that's in right. West Palm. Yeah, that's so right. It's exciting. All right, and Cindy. So, Howe. Again, forget about Cindy Howe. 
So on April 1st uh, at 11.59 p.m. to acbawards1 at gmail.com, <laughs> people can send nominations for that award. Yes. Did I get that right? You did. Yes. Ta-da. Award number three. Peter, you want to take one or you want us to do them? I, I will do the next one, which is the James, and uh, feel free to interrupt me, um, but it's the James R. Olson okay. Distinguished Service Award. Um, it's periodically given, and I should stop here and say that we don't give these awards out every year. In other words, you only give out awards as they are, we believe, are earned. So there, some years we only give out one award, some we might give two or three. So, And uh, maybe there's been a year we give out none at all. But um, we really do think these awards are, you know, uh, need to be uh, high caliber and for, for really good work. So having uh, stopped my editorializing, James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award is periodically given to individuals who have made important contributions which have advanced opportunities for the blind community. It can be given to an individual or an organization. Um, and it was originally called the Distinguished Service Award was a green name for James R. Jim Olson following his passing in 2005. Um, I'm sure me- uh, many of you remember Jim Olson. I never met the guy, oh. but I know uh, those who did viewed him with reverence almost by the hard work and, and his sort of, uh, uh, you know, dedication to what he did. Um, if folks want to comment on that, uh, on that uh, but previous other winners include Kathy McGyvern, California, uh, Shirley Keller of Creative Adaptations of, uh, for Learning, um, Leroy Johnson, Kim Crowell of the Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art. Uh, she did a great job of making that museum, museum accessible for blind folk. Um, I remember hearing her, uh, reading her uh, letter a couple of years ago. I was really impressed. But the and, I've been, and, and, and I've been to her museum and met with her. Huh. Uh, oh. uh, and then, and then we, we should give credit where credit's due. Last year, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase won it for obvious reasons, uh, for the work that they uh, they they do underwriting uh, the the you know the, the distinguished leaders. So that's an overall sort of summary. I'm happy to for folks to. Well, Brian Charson also won it in 2013, and then there were a bunch yep. of. Senators and congressmen, Senator Adolfo's Towns in 2011, and then Representative uh, Edward Markey uh, won it, and Representative John Kerry, and um, uh, who was Lots that? Lots of oh, Massachusetts oh, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And then Dot Taylor. Um, oh, but Dot it, Taylor. Uh, yeah. But the also, so, I guess he served ACB for 27 years. So well, let's he's... talk a little bit about some of the people who won. Um, Dot Taylor was this really cool lady from Tennessee. Oh, she was so um, much fun. Um, she... And but but she 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 did everything for everybody wherever she was. She was yep. one of these people who um, who seemed to just sort of live to do good things. She was a sighted um, volunteer, right? And a, me- really and a nice member lady. of the Tennessee Council, and. Um, at convention, she was just always around, you know, she was so much fun. And, yeah. um, and, and they said when she was back home that she would take people shopping and, you know, d- just do whatever people needed, you know, she was just, 
she was almost like the bundle of energy that Marjorie is only in a different way. Right. Right. Yeah. And That's and an, another person like that was Leroy Johnson. Oh, I, oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Who was from Arkansas. Yep. Sheriff from Arkansas. <laughs> and he used, yep. he used to help Marjorie with uh, running the tours and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he did. He, I worked in the convention office in those days and, and he would they'd all come in and and, you know, tell stories when they had a few free minutes and just sit down and have a cup of coffee or whatever. And mm-hmm. he did everything. I remember one day some somebody's child got lost and he just took him and said, we'll find your mom. Don't worry about it. And just took them with him. And, you know, that was probably the sheriff in him. And uh, mm-hmm. they just he just did another one that just did whatever needed to be done. And, well, and you wanted to say something. Happened. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, oh, I know. He was in charge. Um, Olson was in charge of the uh, ACBS thrift stores. Oh, Jim Olson. Yeah. 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 Yep. I've been, uh, so, yep. Jim. Well, Jim Olson started out as a as a member of the of the Minnesota group. Um, and I think, though, though I could be uh, incorrect. I think he actually ended up as as ACB treasurer for a while. Yes. Um, but then, um, but then was hired by ACB to essentially become um, what eventually t- turned into our chief financial, chief financial officer, officer position. Yeah. Um, but when when he was originally hired, he was hired to um, to to look after uh, our office in Minneapolis that that was at that point primarily involved with running our thrift stores. Mm-hmm. He, um, well, it says here he was first hired, uh, yeah, as a financial um, manager and later the chief executive. He, he, um, he, w- he was cited and he lost his sight to um, type one diabetes. And at, at one point actually he lost all of it. And, and then he had surgery and got some of it back, quite a bit of it back. But they, it said that he never forgot what, you know, what it was like not to have it. And uh, the Olson family, I mean, they really are one of the nicest families. Um, They were so good to everybody, you know, and it would come to conventions with them and the girls, they had two girls, so they would come. And then the son-in-laws got involved whether they wanted to or not. And, um, (laughs) but they were just the nicest family and they were, Jim would help anybody with anything, anything. And and actually, even even after Jim died, Anne would 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 sometimes come to conventions. Yep. So uh huh. Yep. Yeah. It, I can it was, uh, yeah. Uh, certain certainly well deserving of having an award named after him. I think. And I guess we've I guess we've talked about uh, I guess we've talked about most of the winners, so people will get an idea of what they are. And what the qualifications are. need to be, and who mm-hmm. they who they have been in the past. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting that we've that we've given that award to a bunch of um, politicians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know they've all done really good things for folks who are blind or visually impaired. So uh, that's uh, it, it's it's absolutely not a problem for me. But clearly. Um, that award does it does not require the recipient to be a blind person. Nope, or a member. Or and a member. It, I when she was naming the representatives, I, I, you know, John Kerry. Everybody knows who he is. There was one I didn't recognize, but sent, um, Representative Markey. Um, I see his name all the time, so mm-hmm. he's obviously been working to help us for years and years and years. 
He's he been got the a award in, in in 2010 because he was primarily responsible for <clears throat> for introducing the bill um, that turned out to be the the um, uh, accessibility um, whatever they call it now. It, I'm getting old. Communication but, and Video Accessibility uh, Act. That's, that's the one. Yeah. Thank oh, good you, for you. <laughs> and and um, and this is his last term in Congress. He is not running after this term. So, oh. um, mm. so we will miss him in yes. in in the Congress. He's, yes. But he's done a tremendous amount for folks who are blind or visually impaired in in terms of in terms of being almost a champion. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um. Ta-da. So, so I guess we're up to award number four. Which um, is Robert S. Bray. Um, the Robert S. Bray Award is given to a person who has made a contribution toward improving library technology or communication devices. It could also be given for expanding access for all blind people or for making opportunities within the mainstream media. This award was named for Robert S. Bray who was chief of the Division of the Blind and Physically Handicapped Library of Congress, now known as National Library Service for the Blind, and print disabled. Recipients include um, people I don't know, some of them Charles, C-A-S-C-E, I don't know who he was, uh, James Chandler, I remember him, Stephen Dwarnick, uh, Jim Stovall, Jim Fruchterman, and Karen Kenniger, and I think we've given it to somebody. Who did we give it to last year, guys? Brian Hartgen. That's right, Brian Hartgen. And Judy Dixon also got it. Regal Entertainment, Weight Watchers, American Printing House, and Ira. Oh, she's got them all. Uh, <laughs> I only wrote down a few. <laughs> so so let's David talk Goldfield about... Did David get that award also? Who? James did Stovall? David, did David Goldfield get the award? David uh, Goldfield? He got the Olson. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. My, my bad. That's all right. Okay. Oh, I should put him on my list. And he got the Olson Award? Okay. Yep, 2022. Okay. I'll do that. So Jim Stilvall was um, was a blind guy who was one of the, who started the first private company, I think, um, to produce audio description. Um, yeah. Way back in the 1970s. Yeah. Um, uh, but but it was I mean really it was it was he and WGBH they were really the only two people who were doing audio description. Um, when we were in Tulsa, those... when we were in, in Tulsa, there was a yep. station there, an Oklahoma station. I remember watching a described movie one night. Was that James Stovall that did that? Was that where he was? Or was that somebody yes. else? I thought that and, was him. And he and he was from Oklahoma. I thought um, so. Yep, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Now, who are some of the others who won it? I'm sorry. Uh, James Chandler. I I can't remember. I remember him and I remember his wife, but I don't remember. Yeah. Voice his, I think they were from Kentucky. But voice I don't indexing, know Sharon? Voice indexing, yeah. you say? Yeah. Okay. Instead of just the beeps, it would be a voice saying, you find such and such. Fast forward to. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and who, who else? Steve, St Stephen Dwarnick. Oh, yes, I, I remember him. Um, they had a group called, ironically enough, the Posse, and they put together a tactile map of outer space 
And they showed it off at the national office one day when we were still in the 15th Street location. And I remember I took pictures and all. It, it was really an interesting piece. And they showed us um, a couple of other things. Ah, oh, I was still fairly new to ACB, so that's been a long time. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, that. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Who else? Somebody named Charles, and it's L-A and then C-A-S-C-E. I don't know. He might be, like, before all of our times. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't either. Yep. Jim Fruchterman. Jim Fruchterman. You remember him? I do. Um, so everybody knows about Bookshare, um, but Jim Fruchterman set Fruchterman. up a, a, an, an organization that kind of oversees Bookshare and actually does a bunch of other stuff as well as Bookshare. But he was primarily the person who took the lead in making Bookshare happen. So um, clearly deserved, deserved the award that, that he got for, for, for doing precisely that. Didn't he start out working for one of the tech companies? Didn't he start out with yeah. Mark? I think so. With who? If, yeah. if, if he did, I didn't know it, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean he didn't. Yeah, yeah. See, I yep. just remember, I just remember his name from before Bookshare days, but I don't know why. So I think he was with either enabling or CTAC or been. one of them. Yeah, I don't know. Could have been. Would and, have to have been a long time ago because oh, it gosh, was. I yeah. mean, Bookshare Bookshare has been around for for quite a while. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just remember him back in the eighties and nineties, but I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Karen Kenniger, who we all knew. She was, no, Karen you know, was head of NLS. NLS. Yep. 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 Um, I don't know the other people that Ann had. I don't well, remember. Ian Harkin is, helps. Uh, he won last year. He helps ACB out a lot with their technical um, computer type technology things. And he does a lot of training. Uh, David and, Goldfield. Yeah, he's a very cool yeah. guy. And mm -hmm. does and, and essentially does it as a volunteer. Right. Um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that he does. He has um, he's maintained a list that he keeps up and 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 keeps track of lots of messages which he puts out on on the internet, um, and and in fact Peter forwards a lot of his messages to other lists. I think. Yeah, I've Is, seen. Isn't those. that right, Peter? Are we talking about you, who we talking about? You said Goldfield uh, got David, the David Gold, Goldfield, but he got the he didn't yeah, get no, the David, grade. Yeah, I, I forward a lot of David's stuff. I, I think David's stuff is is really remarkable. Uh, and yep. I get all of it, much of what I don't understand because I'm not a techie, but yeah. uh, you know, a, a, a lot of this stuff is really, really interesting stuff. And I forward those messages, I think are, are relevant yep. to the most broad audience. So, uh, I, I'm a big fan of his stuff. Right. So is there, are, are there any special things you guys would like to say about the Bray Awards? Is that, is that harder for you guys to give away because, um, be, because it's as specialized as it is? I don't think we give it as often as we do some of the other ones. Um, yeah. So yeah, probably is a little bit more difficult. The, the yeah. one thing I the one thing I would say about it um, um, is that it, we we give it to folks if if there's somebody with a um, who's, who's done a lot of work in technology, you know, uh, making technology right. more accessible. It's it's not really stated as clearly as in the description as as, as it might. But if there's somebody there who you think has done a really great work in assistive technology in some capacity, um, you might consider this award. Is sort of the way I look at this award, as well as library and communication, all that stuff. I think part of that's also sort of communicating 
the weirdness of assistive technology in ways that we can actually understand it. Yeah, I yep. think I, yep. I think that's absolutely true. All yep. right, so that is um, that is four awards we've gone through. Uh, do we have a number five? We do. Award. We do. Human Volunteer Recognition Award, mm -hmm. uh, which honors individuals who have given tirelessly of their efforts, resources, expertise, or time to improving the quality of life in the blindness community. The achievements, accomplishments, or services on which the nominations are based must reflect ACB's vision and mission, and it may be given to an individual or an organization. And everybody knows Marjorie Beeman, and she, you know, she's the ACB's convention volunteer coordinator. She got it in 2016. That's the first time we gave that out. And then Sally Benjamin, Patty Cox, Michael Smitherman, and Rhonda Trott and Chili Young are the other winners. Who was the Who was the last one? Sheila Young. Very Sheila. Good. Sheila. Sheila. Sheila Young. Nice. Yeah, Sheila. So there's like a zillion people that <laughs> could probably get this award. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you have to be nominated, so you have to have to get somebody to yeah. nominate you. Yes. So it was a it, it it's a relatively new award, um, and 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 I, I guess it's appropriate because <clears throat> sometimes we we perhaps don't admit it as often as we'd like to, but I think virtually all of us benefit from volunteers um, who are cited. Oh yeah. Um, you know whether 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 we whether we want to say we're kind of macho and independent and all that kind of crap is. The fact is that I know that there have been lots of times in the middle of conventions or 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 lost somewhere on a skyway in Des Moines, Iowa. I've been really <laughs> glad for a volunteer. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, Iowa was a very interesting place to or get around. Yes, it was. That hotel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I exactly. missed that one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I was afraid I was going to be kidnapped by a train. <clears throat> yeah, it was... Um, it was it was interesting, and it, and what you really had to be at in the St. Louis Hotel is on the resolutions committee. Um, why? Because because they met they met beyond the exhibit hall, and and the exhibit hall was locked up and closed and roped off, and so trying to figure out your way back to the hotel from the oh, resolutions committee oh. at two or three o'clock in the morning uh, was was an was an exercise. <laughs> You know, it's funny because I think back to my first conventions and I'm sure there were volunteers, but I don't remember using any of them because in those days you just went, you know, you didn't worry about it. You figured you'd find your way and you just did. But yep. um, the hotels were smaller and they were easier to get around. And now as I'm getting older, I'd be lost at conventions if I didn't have volunteers. I mean, the 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 whole, you know, you start out, you don't have a clue where you're going. In the middle of the week, you kind of know what you're doing. And by the end of the week, you're so tired, you don't know what you're doing again. So, yep. um, yes. Right. <laughs> yes. There were fewer There were fewer of us in, in those days, too. Yeah, there um, were. That's true. Which, which, um, which and, and, and so I, so I think, uh, yeah, I, th I, I think there were some, there were some factors that, that led to the fact that we didn't, we, we didn't ask for volunteers, though I don't think. I don't think I was ever at a place where if, where if a volunteer happened along and I was going somewhere, 
and they said, can I help you? I would often say, sure. Yeah. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. And and if you think about it, it's certainly not just conventions. I mean, uh, there's there's probably not too many days I that go by that I somebody doesn't volunteer to do something for me, whether yep. it's, you know, pick up my groceries or, yep. um, you know, I... I, I needed to know the name of a prescription. I went and asked the, the, my neighbor next door, just all kinds of little things. Yep. So we all so, depend so on Paul, volunteers I, for everything. Peter? Paul, I want to say something um, about this award. Um, we, we mentioned earlier that these, these awards are national in scope and not state. And we often get letters that go something like this. I'm from the state of fill in the blank. And I want to nominate this person who is a remarkable person who at all of our conventions is there to help doing this, 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 and this. And uh, he also helps with this, 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 this. And she does this and this and this. And it's very impressive. The problem with those letters is it's all state convention stuff. And I hope that states um, award those kinds of people. But um, for better or for worse, this is not that kind of an award. It really is a national kind of thing. So just sort of think about that when you're writing your letters. Uh, because uh, as one who reads them, it gets kind of tiring to hear about this wonderful stuff that's being done for Pick the State, which is great stuff, but it's not really what, what we're looking for. So I wonder so I if it would helps. make sense. I wonder if it would make sense for the National Awards Committee to um, to send those letters back to the states. Oh, that's an idea. Hmm. That's a very good idea. Yeah, actually. I never thought about that. Um, because some of these letters are incredibly well written, but you know they're, they're, they don't meet our criteria. Right. So I, that's a really good thought. We would just have yeah. to figure out who to send them back to. State presidents, so, maybe, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We haven't had any trouble giving those awards out for the first seven years, though. No. Um, no. So yeah. So. That the, the probability is there are some other pretty cool volunteers who operate at the national level who have who have yet to be recognized and valued. So, you know, we um, don't get that about, many letters. Uh, we don't get that many right. nominees for this award, but the ones we get are generally right on. Yeah. You know, yep. um, but yeah, we don't we don't get a lot of uh, of nominees. Now, and I think we'd like to say, too, that if someone nominates somebody and they don't get uh, the award, please feel free to nominate them again. I mean, the next year, yeah. We don't keep the letters yeah. from year to year. Yeah. Um, so if you if you don't if your person doesn't get a, a nominated this year, then send a letter again next year. Because there, I think there might just have been too many people that were qualified, and we just didn't happen to pick your person this year. I think that's a I think that's a very good point. Um. So does the awards committee have an, a sixth award? Not well, with the, these, these are not, well, yes, we do actually. We have the affiliate outreach award, which is based on a recommendation by an affiliate president, which recognizes a local chapter for a new outreach program. This program must have a measurable I'm reading my braille and I'm making mistakes. This this program must have a measurable outcome. It was first presented in 2000 to CCLVI. Uh, it's also been given to the Middle Tennessee Council of the Blind, um, the um, ACB of Ohio Columbus chapter, 
um, Friends in Focus from Medina, Ohio chapter. Um, and it's um, this one. Well, one of the one I remember specifically was the group that was taking old um, Opticon. No, not Opticons. The print thing. What do you call those things? CCTVs. Yeah, CCTVs. <laughs> I'm getting old too, Paul. <laughs> the old CCTVs and refurbishing them and then giving them to people who needed them. Um, I can't remember what some of these other groups did, but I definitely remember that one. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Does anybody else remember any are, of them? And and there are two. Well, we, there we, are two. We, Go ahead, Peter. I just want to say we don't actually make those decisions who get those awards. Um, I don't know who does, but we don't. Uh, uh, so um, whoever does does a great job. Um, I was thinking we don't. We don't Oh, why was I thinking we did? I don't know, but as far oh, as well. I know, I've never been part of that conversation. But uh, um, so anyway, uh, but they're great awards. I just don't know who actually makes the decision. But Sharon, there are up. two. There are two growth awards that you that you actually figure out, right? Uh, me and Nancy Becker, yes. Um, one yep. is for the largest number of new members. And the other one is for the largest percentage of new members. Right. So and the then, assumption is that that with the percentage, you can encourage smaller affiliates to perhaps win that award. Yes. And and with the with the numbers, you're going to probably be recognizing a, a bigger affiliate rather than a little tiny one. Correct. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. I think we do but, do that affiliate of that award I just mentioned because it's in in the awards article with all the rest yeah, of them. Yeah, you're so right. I think, but, but I think we do. I, I, I think I, we do. Know, yeah. I, I have I have never in my you know years on the board saying okay who, who are our nominations for this award and we we vote. So I don't think I you know I don't want to get into a whole conversation about what we do or don't do. But I'm fairly confident we don't do much with that particular award. But so I, I guess we'll have to figure it out. So yeah. I guess one of the questions that that I would ask the awards committee, at least as many of you as are here, <clears throat> um, the awards that we've been given, the newest one is what seven years old now. Mm -hmm. um, have Have you guys given any thought to any new awards, and and if so, what what would you want to award? We we have a something we've been talking about. It's not a new award, but it'd be interesting to hear your take on this. Um, you can only give so many awards away, and, and already some of them are starting to overlap a little bit. And as you know, they're all named after specific people. Um, and we're some of us are just kind of wondering whether we should continue to name awards after people because coming down the line there may be and in some cases i think there already are other people who we feel awards uh they are deserving of having awards named after them and we don't want to lose the history of all these people that you know have them named after them now but how many can you give and what if what if uh, uh, most of them except for margarine are people who've passed away so what if, for example, Paul, we think you are deserving of an award to be named after you, but 
what would we give yeah. what award would we give and so we're wondering whether we should instead of saying um ambassador k mcdaniel ambassador award if it, we should just go back to it being the ambassador award and the mm -hmm. distinguished service award and go back to some of these awards not necessarily name them after people what mm -hmm. is you get what i'm talking yeah yeah so well we're, we're we can we're kind we, of in a quandary we can open that up for a discussion later on in the hour, perhaps. So the, I mean, I I would certainly uh, be be proud to be recognized as like the the Paul Edwards Memorial Procrastinator Award. Or yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fight you for that one. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, I think there, I think there are. Uh, I think it's interesting, but there there was some talk last year. Um, when you guys were on this program about um, trying to um, perhaps make some awards relate to social media like Facebook and, and email and, um, and Twitter and that kind of thing. Have you guys given any more thought to that? No, I can't say that we have. Mm -hmm. Paul, there was some talk of a, I can't remember exactly how the word came out, but it was just the idea was sort of to give an award for somebody who did some really sh uh, something that was had a, a significant short-term effect. You know, it was a, a, maybe a two or three-year project that, that somebody took a lead on that had a significant right. impact on the blindness community. Most of these awards are long, you know, for long service. You know, I'm, I'm making this up, 10 years or more. That That's a random yeah. number. But mm -hmm. but we were there's some talk of doing some kind of an award of, two or three years to some, you know, some really important work to get something accomplished over a short period. Um, and we were quite sure how to go about that. So we sort of dropped it, but th there was something mm -hmm. to be said, you know, to think about that some more, perhaps somewhere down the road. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And, and I guess, or, or am I thinking of just the, um, uh, I, I guess I'm thinking of Florida in Florida. We have an interesting, award that the president in Florida has the ability to give an award every year might be interesting um, to introduce an award like that where a president could reward someone who they thought had been really crucial in um, in 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 making the organization more effective over the past year we did discuss um, something called the president's award it never happened yeah, but we did discuss well yeah one year, Judy, the award Judy Human got a couple of years ago um, was given by the but, president. Yeah. That was not given yeah, by I us. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and I think I think Kim gave a, gave out a few when she was president, but it never seemed it it never seemed to become a regular part of the of of the process. I think. Right. Um, but you're right. It it has happened in the past, and you're right. Yeah. I think I think Kim did give out some of those. Um, but I, uh, I, I'm not sure, Paul. I'm not sure, Paul, that we had any. The work we had made any recommendations to him about that. So I think she did it on her own. Uh, oh, I'm sure she fine. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I don't oh. think we, as a committee, gave her any input at all on on those those awards. That I, that, and as I remember. Mm -hmm. Yep, I think that's right. Actually, so, I think there was one that the, the award came in a little bit late, and uh, we suggested to. Um, either her or whoever was president at the time that they might want to give it as an, as an ACB award, you know, from the president. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. I forgot yeah. the details were, but that, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they did too, I believe. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Right. Now, what I have, what we do need to tell you is that um, any ideas we come up with have to go through the board. You probably know that. And any any awards that the board wants to see, they have to come, you know, they come to us with them. So um, we can't just decide we want to give this award and just do it. We have to we have to go through the board to clear. So pre presumably, if you had ideas about what you think would be a really an a, appropriate award, those of you guys who are listening out there could um, could send an email to awards one or ACB awards one at uh, gmail dot com. Yes, they could. Uh, and and that would that would be read by the co-chairs of the awards committee who could pass it on to the awards committee and therefore could eventually get it to the board of directors. And, and perhaps you will be responsible for creating a whole new ACB way of honoring folks. That's right. And who knows um, if, we, if we continue to name awards after people, maybe we'd name it after you. Maybe, maybe we would name it right. after you. Who knows? That's right. See? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so, um, awards committee, any final comments before we open it up for, to see if there are questions or concerns? Not from me. Um, Just make sure. I have one quick comment, and that is to do with the writing. We're, we're not scoring, as, as we said, for actual writing, but please try your best to write clearly and concisely. Um, you know, it's it, it, it. We we go through a lot of stuff, and, and it's uh, if there's if the writing is sort of verbose and long-winded, and it, it just makes it hard for us to read and to focus. So try to be concise. I know it's hard to do it really well, but do your best. It really does help us, and it helps your candidate if you if you can write a really well-crafted um, uh, support letter. So thank you. Very good. And if you uh, any of the production? Uh, sorry, go ahead, Ann. Yeah, if you need any kind of um, help or, or you just want some uh, suggestions of, of, you know, of what kind of things you can write, feel free to contact us. We won't help you write it, but we'll be glad to talk with you. Mm -hmm. and, and, and certainly they can tell you whether they think your person qualifies for the award that you're thinking of writing about. So, yeah. So does any of the production crew have, have any comments, questions before we open it for a little while for the awards committee? Not I. I don't, Paul. No. no. All right. Good. Open it up. Miss, open Miss the Marianne, floodgates. do we have any Larry, questions? Larry, were you going to say something? Yeah. No, I just said open the floodgates. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. We don't have floodgates, but um, Kathy Blackburn? A bad choice of words to use. From Texas. Hey, Miss Kathy. Yes. I apologize for any background noise you might hear. The AC is running because it's probably below freezing by now here. Uh, anyway. Oh, my goodness. I hope it's not the AC that's running then. I hope it's the heat. It's, it's the heat. <laughs> anyway, I really just wanted to mention one of the awardees that you kind of glossed over, maybe from not remembering him too well. Uh, Jim Chandler uh, pioneered a method of voice indexing cassettes he made it um yes he did you're you're absolutely right and i and i had completely forgotten about it kathy so thank you for raising that any other suggestions for the awards committee miss kathy i'll i'll be thinking i'm i'll, I'll be thinking thank you dear appreciate right. your call 
Yep. Miss Marianne? No, you have no other hands. All right. So the there are two committees in, in ACB aside from the president, and we don't know if the president's going to give any awards, um, that, that are responsible for giving awards. One of those committees we've heard about for the last uh, hour or, or a little longer. The other group uh, is, is a group called the Board of Publications. Uh, and the Board of Publications is uh, a group of five individuals two of them appointed by the president and three of them elected um, who are responsible for overseeing uh, the work that ACB does in terms of publications and other things. And the board of publications gives uh, three awards uh, every year. Uh, and uh, the person who probably is most responsible for making sure that uh, those were uh, awards uh, flow smoothly um, is Sharon Levering from the national office and Sharon's with us tonight. And Sharon, which of the awards would you like to talk about first? I'll talk about my favorite one, the Nettie Freeman excellence in writing award. That uh, tell us about it. Okay. It was instituted in 1970 and it will be, awarded based on the following criteria. An article must have been published between April of 2023 and March of 2024. All articles published in the ACB Braille Forum in all forums and formats are automatically eligible for consideration. Individual articles published by any ACB affiliate in its official publication may also be nominated by the affiliate president or editor. And we really enjoy looking at those. We found some amazing affiliate articles. Articles which have not appeared in the ACB Braille Forum in all forums and formats may be submitted in any format. The article must demonstrate excellence in writing, novelty of approach, and or originality of the subject matter. And the author of the winning article will receive a plaque and a $100 prize at the annual ACB convention. Uh, let's see, some of the previous winners include Maria Kristich was last year, uh, Anthony Corona, 2022. Nick Judici in 2021. And Mika White, I really love this piece, for her article, Shrimp, Drinks, and the Bill, in 2020. Mm -hmm. And I could go on on that vein, but <laughs> I think I'll spare you too many of them. Mm -hmm. <sighs> and uh, so... So the, the 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 article that that the articles that are nominated what happens to them then? Okay. They they're nominated, they come in to me and then I send them and their cover letter out to the board of publications and they look I look them over and decide their um, top 3 and then they send me their votes 
and I tally them. And I always pray for no ties because <laughs> <laughs> we've had a few over the last few years. We and have. breaking them has been quite interesting. I think you remember a couple of ties when you were president, huh, Paul? I do. Yep. I do. And when I was on the board of publications as well, it was, um, oh, yeah. It, yeah, it was, it was, um, it, it was have- interesting. But I've got to tell you that. Um, the other thing that Sharon does, and this is what takes a, an immense amount of time, is she goes through every single Braille forum um, from April through March and marks up each of the letters or each of the articles in each of the issues that qualifies for the award because articles that are written by officers and articles that are written by staff and articles that are that are kind of just regular columns are not eligible um for for being um winners of this of this article award and so um sharon not only has to send that stuff out but then she has to um nudge all of us on the board of publications to go through the the 12 or however many issues there are of the braille form and and get the work done in an appropriate mm-hmm. time. And each of us has to submit three different articles that, that we think are in the running. <laughs> and the one we be- we believe is in first place, I guess gets what, three points, Sharon? Is that yep. the way it works? And the second and then, place gets two. Mm-hmm. And the third place gets one. Okay. But one man's first place is very often another man's third place or isn't even on the guy's ballot. So uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and that's where it gets very interesting indeed. So yeah. then you have to pick so, the one that has the most points regardless of, yes. you know, yep. yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. That must be interesting because like you said, you might give somebody a three and you might be the only one and somebody else might give somebody a three for a completely different article and oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh my, I don't, oh, I don't know oh, how you guys do it. Very, that's very much the way it happens <clears throat> because um, some of us think that one kind of article is uh, is is the most wonderful, while others of us wouldn't nominate that kind of article to save our lives. So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Um, it makes Sharon's life interesting and, and, and makes the BOP's life interesting. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but the good news is you guys don't have to do any work with regard to that award um, because, uh, well, that's not true. Um, if there is an article that's come out in your affiliate newsletter that you think deserves to be nominated for an award, talk to your president or your editor and suggest that they send that article in because it's only the president and the editor um, who have the ability to nominate articles from uh, from affiliate newsletters because I guess that that when this award was put together, there was a fear that if you made it kind of open season, then anybody who had written an article could nominate themselves, mm-hmm. and you could end up with four hundred and twenty seven thousand three hundred and two <laughs> articles nominated every year, which um, which probably wouldn't have been pretty cool. No. <laughs> and and as, as an editor of a newsletter, I know some people think they're much better writers than they are. So, yeah. You yes. I think full. that's yes. true, true. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I, th- I think one of the things that 
I think Sharon would agree with me when I say this, though. Um, as we have gotten um, more um, more outreach going on um, for the ACB Braille Forum over the past, say, 10 years or so, uh -huh. I think that the quality of the writing has gone up a lot. What do you think, Sharon? Quite agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's interesting so, to see what all comes in and see the variety. I feel like I'm at a smorgasbord. Mm -hmm. So that is the first award. Um, and um, you can you can go back and read virtually all of those articles because I don't think any of the articles from affiliate newsletters have won for a very long time, at least 15 oh, years, I think. Here. Hang on a minute. Most of the time, it does go to a forum article. Yeah. Oh, let me see. I think I think Mika's was an affiliate newsletter, but I won't 100% swear. Yeah. But the other thing that sometimes happens is an, an article will appear in in an affiliate newsletter, and then Sharon will will decide to to get to take it for the forum as well. Yes. Which is a which is a good thing to do. And let's see, in 2013, Beverly Clifford uh, won the Freeman Award for Touching Childbirth, which was printed in the fall 2012 issue of the Blind Californian. Yep, yep, I remember that. Yep. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. All right. Should so, so, and, and that was exactly 10 years ago. Ta da! Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> yep. And any questions um, about the Freeman for anyone before we move on to award number two? I have no hands. Oh, very good. Thank you, Miss Marianne. Miss Sharon, award number two. All right. The next one is the Vernon Henley Media Award. It's intended to be a vehicle for publicizing ACB throughout the general media and to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to blindness. This award may be presented to an organization, company, or individual, either sighted or blind, who has made a positive difference in the press, whether in radio, television, electronic media, magazines, daily newspapers, during the period encompassed by April 2023 through March 2024 by portraying the capabilities of people who are blind in a positive light rather than focusing on outdated stereotypes and misconceptions. Programs and or articles written and produced specifically for a visually impaired audience as well as those intended for the general public are also eligible. And let's see. A variety of media are eligible for the Vernon Henley Media Award. Examples may include television or radio programs, commercials or public service announcements, videos, articles from magazines, newspapers, newsletters, posters, or any other new or emerging media sources. Submissions such as books or recurring columns or blogs from the same person should include a synopsis, 
and no more than three sample chapters for books and no more than three samples of the recurring columns or blogs nominated. Submissions should be accompanied by a letter of nomination as well as the sample copy of the item being nominated. Incomplete submissions will not be considered. The BOP chairperson will annually send a letter to affiliate presidents, newsletter editors, and other media markets encouraging nominations for the Vernon Henley Media Award. A plaque will be presented to the Vernon Henley Media Award recipient at the annual ACB convention. And past winners? Past winners, er. Let me flip back a page here. Okay. This is an award we haven't given every year. Correct. Okay, 2023, um, Steve Dresser. Uh, 2022, Cheryl McNeil Fisher and Kathleen King for Writing Works Wonders. Mm -hmm. 2021, the U.S. Presidential Inaugural Committee, Martin Wilde and Bridget Melton. Uh, let's see. Um, 2020, Don Hardy, Dana Neckman, and Disney Plus for Pick of the Litter. And in 2019, Objective Ed and Blindfold Games, Marty Schultz, President. I could go on, but that's a long list. It is, but I but I think that there were a number of years before that, going back a few, where we did not give that um, yes. that award, um, and uh, and 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 it's largely because it's not uh, every single one of those folks were were very very good recipients of the award, uh -huh. but it but it's it it isn't often an easy award to give, and no, and feel no. like you're 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 really doing a good job. And the other thing is. <clears throat> it's an award that we haven't gotten a lot of nominations for. So true. very true. Um, if those of you guys out there um, who, um, who who might know somebody who you really think has made a difference in terms of um, media over the, over the past year or before that, feel free to, to nominate those folks for us. We would, we would certainly encourage you to do that. Um, I think that uh, we think it's a, or I think anyway, and, and I suspect the Board of Publications does too, thinks this is a really important award um, if, and, and, and that it would be uh, yummy if in fact there were, there were more folks we could, we could give it out to. We mm -hmm. haven't talked uh, about Vernon Henley. Vernon Henley was a really neat guy. Um, I, I didn't know him for a long time because um, he died relatively soon after I became directly involved in um, in ACB. Um, but what Vernon used to do, among other things, he was a great volunteer and he was always around at conventions. <clears throat> he he typically ran our audio uh, our audio equipment during convention. Um, but he also almost always prepared some kind of a, an audio video presentation about the city that we were in. Mm -hmm. um, 
and um, it, it they, they were they were often they were often really well put together, um, and and Vernon was just a was 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 just a guy who um, who who a was always there, but b was always there to be helpful whenever when whenever anybody needed it, and died very tragically. He lived in a trailer, and his trailer caught on fire, and he died. Um, uh, I don't know, Gene. Do you remember any other stuff that I haven't talked about about Vernon? I never really knew him, but no, I I don't really know anything else about him. Just that, yeah, yeah. he he died in that fire. Yeah, he Miss started Ann, ACB reports. He what? Yeah, he, he started did. You're ACB right. reports. He did. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He did. Yep. So there we are. That's that's Vernon Henley. Um, any other questions from our crew uh, uh, for Sharon about the Vernon Henley Award? Or, <clears throat> and I'm assuming no hands, Miss Marianne. No hands, Paul. Very good. I guess we're just not the most popular uh, group tonight. <laughs> no, you're making it thorough. People don't have questions because it's very clearly. Well, that's true. Yeah, we we're are. just doing. Yes. We're just doing such a such good a job. Such a good job. Yes. Yes. So. And give yourself third award. award. Give yourself That's right. award. We will. <laughs> mm-hmm. The third award the, is the Hollis mm-hmm. Liggett Braille Free Press Award. It's intended to promote best journalistic practices and excellence in writing in publications of ACB state and special interest affiliates. All periodicals of ACB affiliates, distributed no less than semi annually, are eligible. Nominations must be submitted by the affiliate's newsletter editor or president. And those submissions must include the following. Two issues of the affiliate's publication from the previous calendar year sent electronically and in hard copy in the format which the affiliate recognizes as the format which best represents its readership. Answers to the following questions. How many members are in your affiliate? How often is your publication published per year? In what formats is your publication produced? Uh, Now for the red tape here. Members of the BOP directly involved in the editorial process of any submitted publication will excuse themselves from judging scoring that particular publication. And the criteria for judging submissions includes the number of contributing writers in a single issue, the variety of information presented in each issue, how well the publication portrays the affiliate, the quality of writing throughout the publication, and the overall layout and presentation of the publication. A plaque will be presented to the Hollis Liggett Braille Free Press Award recipient at the convention. This is another award that we'd like to get more nominations for. We've had very few over the last few years. Oh yes. So mm-hmm. this is also an award that that requires a pretty fair amount of work um, from Sharon, yes, um, and a pretty fair amount of work as well from Board of Publications members, mm-hmm. because we describe those five questions, and actually each of those five questions has a different numerical value in the scoring system 
-hmm. But each of those five questions has to be answered by every member of the Board of Publications um, as part of evaluating each of the publications that, that that's actually coming out uh, or that's actually nominated. Um, we have had a few winners over the past several years. Um, I'm, yes. I, I know that um, the Braille Memorandum won it one year. Uh, okay. And I think that the that the publication in Washington has won it a couple of times. I think the PCB Advocate won yes. one year. Mm -hmm. 2021 yeah. Florida Council of the Blind. Let's see. 2020 uh, WCB Newsline. Uh, Ralph Smitherman and the Braille Revival League in 2019. Mm. Uh, Sue Lichtenfels on the Pennsylvania Council of the Blind in 2016. Yeah. Uh, ACB of Ohio in 2015. And the Houston Council of the Blind in 2014. Very good. This is so, a fairly new award, isn't it? I don't. Um, It's been around about, uh, let me look back here. It's been around for quite a while. There, there were efforts least, to change it um, mm -hmm. when Charlie Hodge was alive. So, um, yeah. so I know it's been around since at least then. Yeah, I believe. It was, uh, let me see if I can find uh, the first. Time I think what's interesting is the only convention Hollis Liggett ever attended uh -huh. was the one. I don't know if the award was named after him or he got the an award or something. I remember. I remember him getting an award, and it, they said it was the only convention he ever attended. Yes, all the years yes. he wrote the the the, the free press, braille free uh -huh, press, uh -huh. and, and and never never made it to a convention. Yeah, it was an interesting guy. I never met him though. Um, I don't know. Dan, did you ever meet Hollis Liggett? No, I never did. Yeah. I don't think any of but, us ever did, except maybe no. Sharon when he came yeah. to that convention. Yeah. 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 So interesting. I never um, read press either, which I would love to read. Yeah. I don't know that, I don't know how many issues of the free press are around. Sharon, have you been able to collect any? Uh, not that I know of, no. We're still unpacking a little bit. Yeah, I guess I guess if anybody might uh, might know if there are free presses around, it might be Chris Gray. So if Chris is listening, he can tell us whether whether he knows of any. But I think it would be worth paying to get um, some of those free presses put into um, put into accessible formats um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or or put into to widely accessible formats, i.e., digitized somehow. Yes. Um, yes. If I can I find that them. would, yeah, I think that would be pretty exciting. So, Ms. Sharon, have has the Board of Publications considered any other awards? Um, I know we were considering possible name changes, much like the um, awards committee to some of them, but uh -huh. we decided to let it ride for now. Uh, let now, me get. Are, are go ahead. Let me give the fine, <laughs> the fine red tape here. 
All yep. nominations must be submitted to me with a postmark of no later than April 1st, 2024. You can also submit your nomination electronically to S-L-O-V-E-R-I-N-G at acb.org. All so S-Lovering. Mm -hmm. S mm -hmm. <laughs> at acb.org. Very good. All submissions should be accompanied by a cover letter providing details about the nominee, including name, address, telephone number, and email address of the nominee, if known, and details about the submission, its origin, and any other pertinent information. The return address of the person making the nomination should be included in the cover letter, in case we have questions. Members of the Board of Publications, Board of Directors, staff, and contractors are prohibited from participating. And any individual or affiliate who has won a BOP award since 2020 is ineligible to receive the same award prior to January 1st, 2025. Ah, so you can get All this right. award twice. You yep. you can yeah if if you wait long if enough you, yeah if you earn it um let's see so that is the is the end of our awards but um let let's talk a little bit about um other things that we don't award that maybe we should any thoughts from either Sharon or from members of the awards committee. Are, are there things you guys have thought that it would be nice if we could give awards for? Hmm. I really never thought about it. That makes two of us. That makes three of us. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you uh, have this... any ideas, Paul? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, of course so, he does. Yeah. That's why I asked. I knew he would. Yeah. So, Ms. Mr. Larry, Mr. Rick, or or Ms. Marianne, do you have any ideas about stuff that should be awarded that isn't? I do not. I haven't had time to come up with ideas. Ah, yet. <laughs> but but it's a great concept. It's really a good yeah. idea mm. to think about. So. You know, I think that um, I think that uh, that a, a, a lot of our awards for prestigious service are 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 very appropriate and and are quite wonderful. Um, but I I really am wondering if if we are uh, if if we are keeping up to date. I I would I would like to see us at least think about giving a, a, a technology award every year um, simply because it would give us a chance to publicize to the general public in press releases, uh, it, assuming they care. And, and I think some of them might um, some of the, some of the cool things that are being done that, that make um, blind people's lives um, significantly better. Um so to, 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 to take an example, um, 
Orbit has never received an award for the Orbit writer. And whatever people think of, of, of whether it's the most wonderful piece of technology in the world, it was certainly the single device that fundamentally altered uh, the way that Braille displays were, were being perceived by everybody else. They no longer became <clears throat> so expensive that nobody could even think about them. And I don't think had it had it not been for the orbit reader and 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 perhaps um, uh, per perhaps the the Indian product as well. But I, I I don't think we would be at the stage unless NLS was convinced that it was going to be possible to to produce um, Braille displays at a reasonable price. I don't think they they ever would have emerged um, as producing Braille displays now. So, I mean, that's that's one example of a technology, you know, clearly way back when the Opticon was was revolutionary. The Braille speak with Braille and speak was revolutionary. The the. Um, you know, I am I am sure Mr. Gassman could think of three or four other technologies that would Versa be amazing. Braille. Versa Braille member. Yeah, yep, that's, that's, that's the first piece well. of technology I ever saw because you had one. I did have one. Yes, yes. What do you, what do you think it of weighed, the Opticon? Oh, I, I, I loved it. I mean, for I, it, it was really That's the first wonderful. access technology device that came out. I mm -hmm. still but, have but it's, it. I can fix it someday because I loved it too. Yeah, but it has. Um, it's never received an ACB award. You know, yeah. maybe Roger Peterson indirectly. Right. Um, right. Uh, but but uh, but. You know, it's 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 not received an award. No. Um, I, I think that um, I think that we are beginning to have um, enough people who are writing now um, and publishing books, either self-published or on their own, or 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 with publishers, that it would be cool for us to give an award every year for a book that was being published about or by a blind person. Um, and I think it would be good because um, we could highlight books that we really think um, say meaningful and appropriate things instead of, instead of letting the books that sell be the ones that are the sob stories and the, and, and, and the, what some people call disability porn which is which is what I believe they are. Mm -hmm. um, um, but again, you know, I, I, I think that's an area that we could look at uh, as an award because we as a consumer organization, it seems to me, ought to be the arbiters of things that are good for blind folks. Um, and, and so I think it would be really good for us to think about some of the elements that we want to arbitrate, that, that we want to talk about. As as being pretty cool, and and I think books and technology are are, are two components, um, you know. And I I I also, you know, there are there are kind of three or four other awards I could think about, but I've been talking for a long time now, so I think I'm going to shut up. Uh, Miss Maria and I saw one hand up there. Yep, um, area code seven seven zero. You may unmute. Yes, I. This is Janet, and uh, I just want to say the 
technology award, those book awards, those new awards, those are great ideas. And the technology award, it doesn't necessarily have to be something like you said, that's new technology that's happening now. You can look at Ray Kurzweil. I mean, he came into technology, and what he did, I, I can remember back I guess maybe in the 80s, I was reading an article about what he did and the scanner that would read to people, and they said Stevie Wonder bought it. It was $50,000. And I remember thinking, wow, he's the only person in the world that can even afford to use that scanner to read to you. And look what we all have now. I mean, he's something amazing. And so even just old technology, they deserve an award too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you're right, Miss Janet. And one of the interesting things is, if if we think about um, something like the, the the Kurzweil scanner, and 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 God knows I became fond of scanners th- during a period of my life. Look at what we we now have with an iPhone. Um, right. Exactly. I mean, an iPhone essentially can do all of those things, but beyond that. How many of us would seriously have believed if you had told us in 2008 that we'd be using a device with no buttons on it? When they first told me, I told her, I'm sorry, I can't do that. Please, I'll never be able to use that phone. I need need my Nextel because it tells me the numbers. Exactly. He said, no, Nextel phones are gone. I said, no, yep. I can't do that. There's no buttons. And who would ever believe it? You're right. You're right. Absolutely, yep. Paul. Yep. Miss Janet, thank you so much for your suggestion. Okay. No, it was your suggestion. I'm just <laughs> elaborating on it. Nice. Thank you. Yep. Do we have any more hands, Miss We um, do not. We, we do not. Oh. So... Next year, um, next year, the awards folks um, will will generally go through a cycle. So, so tell me what the cycle you guys go through um, as as committees. Do you do you essentially just stop meeting after after convention until the beginning of the next year, or what do you do? We take like August off and then we start meeting again in September and we talk about maybe what, you know, the experiences from the convention and, and, um, and, you know, any, anything that we want to change as far as how we go about doing things for the next year. And, um, you know, we may skip a month here and there, but we pretty much meet on a monthly basis even for just a few minutes, just to, you know, kind of check in and what dates do we want to go on this show and when do we want to do this and when do we want to do that? And um, any, you know, criteria we want to change or anything like that. And then of course, this time of year we get busier. And then after, after April 1st, then we meet, you know, to go through the letters and decide what awards we want to give. And then, Somebody always says, oh, Gene, you're real good at writing. Why don't you write the language for the plaques? And so I do that and send it out. And then we go back and forth a little bit with that. And um, But we pretty much meet all year. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and 
BOP, I guess, probably does what two two meetings a year where where they consider award share. And what do you think? Um, usually, um, we start talking about it come February, March, and we get together sometime in April after everything is in. And I set deadlines based on when the deadline cut off for, for ordering plaques is to make sure we get them on time. Mm -hmm. So yes, so roughly so two it's to three a, meetings. Yeah, and 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 generally, um, BOP will sometimes meet prior in the year to, to to see if the criteria need to be changed for the January article in any way mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff. So um, I guess the, the, the point I'm making for everybody is it might seem to everyone that the awards committee process is a pretty straightforward one where where you meet a couple of times a year and it's a really it's a really easy job to do. Um, but it but it actually isn't. Um, but but I guess uh, nobody on the awards committee so far received any death threats, right? No, <laughs> not so far. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not from, not from this committee anyway. <laughs> Maybe other no, ones the, I'm on, the, but not this one. <laughs> the Academy Awards, um, the Academy Awards people certainly have. So, see, yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe we should be happy that we're sort of low key. Yeah, maybe we should. Yes. Yep. I know so, the Emmy, Emmys were on last night, and they were talking about the people that got snubbed, and I, I, I always wonder how they feel. <laughs> I didn't even realize the Emmys were last night. Gosh, I didn't either. I just happened to turn them on, flipping huh. channels. Yeah. I got to figure so. out who won in folk. So. Um, so. Um, it is res the responsibility of the president to appoint the awards committee. Is that correct? Yes. And, and, and like we said before, most of the time, um, they just kind of leave us alone. And actually Deb said in Deb Cook Lewis said in on, uh, what was it on our November meeting, October? Yeah. She's, somewhere she's, in there. Yeah, yeah. She sat in on one of our meetings and, you know, kind of, talked about what we were doing and and when we we talked about possibly the name situation she said that we needed to figure out what we thought we should do with it if we decide to do anything and then mm -hmm. you know bring it to the board so um um but basically for the past i don't i've been on awards forever and i know ann has too um other people were chairing it janet was too come to think of it well janet was our board liaison and then um when she went off the board they just kind of left her there um, and other people were chairing the committee at the time. And so when, when Connie and, um, Carrie took over, um, they pretty much just left the committee the same. We had mm -hmm. one person volunteered after the first meeting, I think we scared him and he dropped out. <laughs> um, and then, like I said, Natalie dropped out because she became staff, but, but we decided we had enough people. So we've been together for quite a while and, and Carrie um, and Connie just kind of stepped in and. You know, they they had never been on the committee before, but they just kind of stepped in and and uh, became part of the group right away. So. But Peter and Ann mm -hmm. and I and Janet, we'd all been there long before they came. So it's worked out really well. 
Yeah, I think I think so. And um and and obviously your your chairs trust you enough that they're letting you guys off on your own. Yeah. 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 Unless Which they is, fire us tomorrow, maybe they're listening and well, they're going to Well, that fire. could be. Yeah. That yeah. could be, but Coney was on before, <laughs> so it doesn't look like she's likely to do that. No. And I was taking notes on your suggestions, so they'll be happy about. It. Oh, good. There, see, there you go. Yes. Um. So, if if somebody wants to serve on the awards committee, you guys who are on the awards committee, what what kind of qualifications do you think they need to have? Well, um, a good reader. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a good understanding of the awards criteria. Um, I would say those are the most two, the two most important things. What do you think, Anne? Peter, are you still here? I'm still here. I'm still there. Yes. Uh, gonna be a good I don't have any really to say. It, it's not a lot of um, for the committees where that's easier to serve. There's not, you know, you, it, you know, it's one process. You 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 basically. You know, you review awards and make, and then uh, choose who gets what. And uh, it's it's done primarily. The work is done primarily from, you know, December through uh, uh, April, and or May, and then we're essentially done for the rest of the year. And then we start again in December. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say commitment, um, because we do have monthly meetings. So I, you really right. Yeah. Do do you? Do you think that it's important to assure that there are uh, members on the committee who have a, a lot of experience in ACB? Yeah. Uh, well, I think the some should. I mean, not everybody probably has to, but uh, I I think that there there need to be at least the, many of the committee members or majority of them have a an understanding of how ACB works and uh, a little bit of the history. Um for some of the awards, especially, um, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody that's only been in ACB a couple of years. They couldn't serve on the committee at all. Um, no, that's one of the ways you learn, but I think there needs to be a few people that, that, that have been around for a while and know the history. Yeah. I, I and think, it, I think getting a mix is probably, is probably the best plan. Yeah. Um, I mean, you gotta have there, you gotta get some new people because you know those of us who've been around a long time are getting older and you know probably don't want to do this forever, and you've got to have somebody that can take over when when you leave, and so you don't want to just like the committee leave and appoint all new people that don't have a clue what's going on. So you need hmm. you need some consistency. So you got to bring new people in, so that when the old people leave, there's the new people aren't brand new and they know how to take over. Now, Peter, did have have you been on for for quite a while? You, you didn't come on with the with the with the carry and and Coney deal. No, I've been on for probably I, I can't remember precisely for how long. Probably ten years actually. Um, and it's, it's I enjoy it because you know it, uh, these these people who we uh, honor are, are are terrific people who are well deserving of 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 the awards they get. And I, I really do enjoy uh, rewarding hard work and excellence and all those good words. All right. So 
Um, I think I'm going to come to Jean for the last comment. Miss Jean, why don't you go through the, and, and then I'll invite Sharon to do it as well. Um, so Miss Jean, why don't you go through where people who want to nominate for your awards need to send their stuff and by when? And then we'll invite Sharon to do the same for the BOP. Okay. So if you want to nominate somebody for an award, and remember these are national awards, send an email, you write your letter and send it to ACB Awards number one at gmail.com. That's ACBAWARDS1 at gmail.com. And they must be in by April 1st. April 1st at any time on April 1st? Well, we say 11.59 p.m. Yeah. I, mean, we're, <laughs> I don't know if, Kenny, if Carrie and Connie are going to look at the, at, the, at the time the email was sent or not, but I would say before you go to bed on April 1st, have your, have your, your letter emailed to them. And, and, and if, if, you, for if some you stay up till you, 3 a.m. in the morning like I do, make sure you do it before midnight Eastern time. That's right. Yes. So do it the night before. Right. Right. So if if somebody can't remember this email address, I'm assuming they could always send a note to you or something, Miss Sharon. Is that right? That's correct. You, yeah. And you would tell them. Yes. So and, talk, and it is talk, in the forum article in the January um, Braille forum. Excellent. So, Ms. Sharon, tell us about the Board of Publications deadlines. Okay. Um, all nominations for Board of Publication awards must be in to me with a postmark of no later than April 1st, 2024. You may also submit your nomination by email to S-L-O-V-E-R-I-N-G at acb.org. And yes, it too is 11.59 p.m. Eastern. Excellent. So see, April so 1st want... is the day for everybody. It is. Yes. Um, that, uh, it, it's uh, sort of scary to think that we're, we're, we're requesting awards on April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that too. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> Nevertheless. <laughs> Nevertheless, it all works. I'd like to thank the members of the awards committee um, who have joined us. Uh, so for a little while, Ms. Coney Sims, and then um, and then Anne Brash, and uh, Peter Alshul, and and of course our um, our ever present and Tuesday topics person from New York. We're so glad to have you with us, Miss Jean Mann. Thank you. Um, and I'd like to thank my uh, producers for being as active as they had been. I haven't finally cleared it, but I think next week may be an exciting Tuesday topics. Uh, we we have a guest in mind um, who uh, will have some pretty cool announcement to make announcements to make because there's more than one there are at least three and he's also knowledgeable enough that we hope we're going to be able to get him to um, talk to us a lot about some of the trends that are happening in the technology field um, i suppose i'll i'll actually go ahead and tell everybody 
uh, who it is and what it is, but I have not yet confirmed with him that he's going to be free to do this next week. And that person is Jeff Bishop, who is the new president of uh, the BITS organization that has been so much in the news. We're hoping to have him on next week on the 23rd. On the 30th of this month, um, we will not be meeting because there is an ACB board meeting. So everybody needs to stand in line and become involved with the ACB board meeting, which will happen on the 30th of this month. And in the meantime, I want to thank awards folks very much and our producers and good night.